0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to That Park Live Podcast. I am your host or co-host, Greg, joined as always by...
1: I was about to say, uh, Beth. Yeah. <laughs> a tr- always by Beth.
0: Beth. <laughs> guys, it's Beth.
1: Co-host. We're co-hosts, co-hosts. Greg. I don't, I don't know What's what that then? was.
0: That was not a statement on anything. It it's just fine. came out fine. of my mouth.
1: I guess I see where we stand. No, get out um, of here. I want to <laughs> start out by giving a big shout out to my girl, Christy. Uh, It is my birthday weekend, and um, yes, I am sharing my birthday with Jesus, but that's okay. (laughs) He's a little bit more important than I am. It's a
0: re-birthday. But
1: she sent me a sweet birthday card, and I don't even know if she knows how obsessed I am with bulldogs, but there was a bulldog on the card. Uh, Really a bulldog's butt for the most part. (laughs) Um, But it was my favorite and super heartfelt. So thank you, Chrissy. Shout out to you. Mermaids and Movie Magic, if you will. Sorry, I'm giving out... Well, your name's on your Instagram. I won't tell everyone your last name, but... Yeah, or um, give give out her address. Her address is... Uh, so I just wanted to say thank you because that really was, I was super excited. I get the, um, I get the USPS like preview emails. Yeah. So they take pictures of my mail and they send it to me before I know it's coming. And I was like, oh, I'm getting something from Christy, <laughs> So, um, I was very excited. So thank you again for that. Oh,
0: that was very nice. I realized I don't even send you birthday cards. Maybe I should step that up. <laughs>
1: well, it's too late now. Cause it's tomorrow. It is too late. Um, at the time of this recording, I need to call my grandmother too, which reminds me because she sent me my card. No, the last like three years, I've always gotten my birthday card on my birthday mm-hmm. from my grandmother. Uh, but she sent it earlier in the week, I guess, to make sure I got it because it's yes. the holiday.
0: Cause it is on a Sunday. Yes.
1: Yes. Um, but the only other thing I wanted to say before I started I wanted to you know I love doing my uh TikTok updates yes. so your TikTok Instagram update of the week is uh this week I found a it's called I think it's Craggle. Oh, Would you say Craggle? Yes.
0: I think Kragle so. Craggle
1: Creations is with a K K R A G L E underscore Creations with a K. Uh, they do Lego they have like a whole Disney Park model in Legos yes. of like Magic Kingdom and I think there's some other things in there too. Um, but somebody sent it to me and my actually John, John, if you're listening to this, which I hope you are, uh, JR Brooks. Um, he sent me this and so then I sent it to Doug and it's now gone to our family feed because we're there. His family's real big into Legos. Yeah. So we were like, Oh my gosh, this is, it's incredible. If you just go look at it, you'll see what I'm talking this about.
0: Is wild
1: There's Disney music. I mean, he's, they have it like from the. Like entrance of the park into each of the lands down main street. They've got the castle, um, they now have Tron up. So the Tron was like the newest one, I think, that they're working on. But it's it's incredible. It's nuts. So go check out that account. Craggle uh, Creations. Yeah. Maybe it's Cragle. We don't know. Who knows? I, I just, who knows?
0: Chris um, Crack.
1: Right. I was like, cr- Kringle? Craggle? <laughs> I don't know. Anyways.
0: Um, something I forgot to mention last week. Um, when I did the 10K around Epcot, I was listening mm-hmm. to a playlist I had created that was all Epcot music. Um, mostly Epcot, I think it was, yeah, it was all Epcot stuff. So obviously like Illuminations was in there. I included the the old, if you remember the Tapestry of Nations parade, um, Epcot Forever. And, um, I don't, I don't think it got to Harmonious, but it's in there to be shuffled around. Mm -hmm. But while I was listening to the Epcot Forever firework audio, like the soundtrack for it, something was included in there that i didn't even i didn't put these two things together so epcot forever was around for a while not quite forever and it was supposed to be around for a little while and then it came back but it was really just there to precede harmonious mm-hmm. so yes. um and we talked about it i'm sure i know not everyone liked it i happen to like the music that was played there i feel like i'm an old school epcot fan and like most of the music i knew however um when i was running an epcot uh, now a couple of weeks ago Um, they played a song that you and I have talked about that we were like, what is this weird song? So here's Mm -hmm. a clip of it and hopefully remember um, us talking about this particular song from Epcot.
1: I think
0: we're using auto-tune on this version. you'll notice though if if i let this play a little bit Mm -hmm. that's it so the whole magic journeys song that was like a like a thing in the 80s right or 90s yeah Um, was boiled down to just the phrase magic journeys." journeys and then the next lyric and that's it but how did I not know? So when we went back and maybe, I don't know, was it a couple of months ago now when we like played the larger versions of that yes. audio? Was that um, the
1: one that I brought for yes. the history? Yeah. Okay.
0: So I was like, what is this? What and then they had this? that r-
1: the weird witch scene yes. and like, oh, yes. So now creepy.
0: I don't when we played that audio, though, I don't remember it being a part of Epcot Forever. And I had seen the Epcot Forever show a bunch oh, of times. But yeah. I just I guess I just didn't remember that part, but probably because I didn't really know it. right? It didn't stand out to Yeah. It.
1: Well, you know, your, your brain kind of like blocks out trauma. Yes. So things that are really scary, sometimes your brain just blocks it out. So maybe it's that like, was it. Get it.
0: Um, and it did end quite nicely in a Tomorrow's Child reference. Those of you hopefully mm. um, who remember Magic the-
1: Magic journey. <laughs> um, listen, if you don't know what we're talking about, just look it up on YouTube. You'll understand. Yes. Because I don't even remember what episode that was. Yeah. Don't
0: watch it before you but go to bed. But just
1: YouTube, Magic Journey, mm-hmm. Epcot or whatever. It'll pop up. It's yes. just weird. There's a whole video that goes along with it too. Yes. Which is, that's even, I think that's the scarier part is the video that goes with yeah, it. Yeah, because the
0: music is like, okay, I get it from the time that was in. But like the oh, the, yeah. uh, the visual scary. to that, I was like, oof. So um, can
1: tripping. I tell you, this is a, we're going to sidetrack here. Okay. Can I tell you about, oh, I found this TikTok and I didn't know this was a thing. And John, my friend John was like, we used to go there when we were kids. I was like, what? this It's creepy. Um, it was like the Cabbage Patch Kid like where they used to like birth Cabbage Patch kids. Have you seen this
0: in Epcot?
1: No, it's this. It's not Disney, not Disney. related. Oh, I just no. found this, and it was like you used to go to this thing. Let me see what he was. Told it like me. how like
0: Build a Bear was the thing where you'd you'd fluff it up. So maybe it yes, was. Uh, but they
1: would like have these. Um, this there's a tree with a bunch of like Cabbage Patch like faces coming out of like. The things around the tree, and they have this whole like ceremony where the cabbage patch kids are born, and like literally where they're like, Breathe oh. and push, so like they- everyone's going, Push, push. And she pulls this baby out of like this opening that she sticks her hand, it's weird. I so I was like, I wonder if anyone else has ever seen this no. and knows what I'm talking about. Baby, I guess it's baby land general. They, I don't know. Did
0: they put you up in stirrups when you went in I'm there? I'm sending like,
1: this, I'm literally sending this to you right now. Do they splash um, a little
0: water on the ground too? Like, Hey, hey the water's broke. Okay, so Beth has sent me a quick little link here with the caption. You're about to see the weirdest thing ever. So this looks like Splash Mountain, right? Kind like, of. Like the, the scenery around. Yeah, because it's yes. got all these little Cabbage Patch dolls. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so this employee it's is out. It's just their heads. Yeah, just the little heads are sticking out of Cabbage, thus Cabbage Patch dolls.
1: And she's like, hey, y'all, who's here to get a baby? <laughs> like... <laughs> Fr- and they have little, notice the things in the trees, too. It, like oh, in the tree. They're like yeah. little fairies. And she's like, they sprinkle the dust for uh, whether you're going to have a boy or a girl.
0: Yeah. And they project like pixie dust basically on the thing. This is too much.
1: You might need to scroll through to where she like pulls the baby out. But yeah. through the process there, she's like, all right, everybody yeah, stay with she's, me. It, she's
0: it, dug it, in now. And then this yeah. little thing oh, is coming out. She's cutting something, which I assuming. Yeah. She oh, cuts something. She's holding something? it upside down. She's patting it on and the she back. she slaps so it. it. Yes that's is that current
1: no this i think this was from the 80s okay. like somebody i don't i i don't know if it's current maybe well, it is I think but it's
0: current only because like she's got a headset the video and stuff quality on, and the fact that it was recorded like good. yeah this yeah this was like on a current thing but it's obviously an i 80s have to look toy. this up
1: now baby Land general let's look it oh my
0: god that's a big no baby for Land me dog.
1: general hospital toy store it's in cleveland Okay, it's like CabbagePatchKids.com. Yeah, it's Babyland General Hospital.
0: That's a big no. How did
1: I not know this was a thing? Their visiting hours are nine... Visiting hours are nine to five. <laughs> and if I show up at ten past six... um, They're closed <laughs> on Easter. Sorry, guys. It is Cleveland, Georgia. It's in Georgia. That that would explain the girl's accent. Okay. Uh, If you want to call them, it's 706-865-2171. <laughs> um, okay, but yeah, I didn't know this was a thing. So call apparently this in. is a... This is a
0: current thing. <laughs> Call them and tell them that Park Life Podcast sent you.
1: <laughs> you can get exclusive Cabbage Patch Kids. Who would have known? Oh, they're and they're expensive. They're like ninety dollars for the exclusive moly. ones. Um, hand-stitched Cabbage Patch Kids.
0: I don't. He doesn't need to be hand-stitched. Let a machine do it and charge half the and price.
1: These are like cre. Oh, guess how much the hand-stitched ones
0: are? One twenty. Two sixty. What the? Get out of here. Get right on out of yep. here.
1: Other and then our magical story. I don't know why I didn't look this up before this, but we're all going on this adventure together. So I guess they tell their creation of how. Um, oh, my gosh, there's a whole storyline oh about God. it. I can't get into this. I need you to pull me out of this. Okay. We got we to get out of the cabbage moving patch on, here moving on, and <laughs>
0: move over into Animal Kingdom. So our big topic today are our go to budget meals in Disney's Animal Kingdom Park. This is the last of our four parks. We've done the other three already. Mm-hmm. If you're new to us, feel free to ch- check back in our history of episodes if you want to see Magic Kingdom Epcot and Hollywood Studios. Stitch, and yes. just like the other episodes, when we say a budget, we're using $15 as our max because for mm-hmm. Disney, that's, per that's person. Relatively, yes, um, that's a relatively low price for a overall meal. Um, Which I'm sure in Disney.
1: five years, we'll look back at this episode and laugh that yeah. we said $15 as budget. You
0: can't even get a cup of water <laughs> for that. So um let's start with breakfast. I think I think we're gonna have a little variety here. I did a, a okay. quick a quick sneak peek to look at your locations, but not your meals. Um, okay. and I think at least two of my three things are not on your list, which is good. Mm-hmm. So for breakfast, I'll start us out because I guess I'm gonna yeah. do that. Um, I'll Go start ahead. us out. Uh, breakfast location, the Kusafiri Bakery in Africa.
1: Oh, wow. They
0: have a sausage, egg, and cheese biscuit that I would get. Mm-hmm. Um, and thats six ninety nine plus tax. Now, of course, just like I say, with every other thing, I don't happen to drink coffee, but I try to choose something that you have the additional $7 or so to spend if you need yourself a caffeinated beverage or two. So you can get a coffee there or other things, but I would get the sausage, egg, and cheese biscuit. They also have a colossal cinnamon roll, which I would not normally mm. get. Because if I carve up in the morning like that, I just, I feel sick. That's like, that's me. Yeah. However, if I were on vacation and I wanted to split that with someone, I would probably get the big giant um, cinnamon roll because it's, I think, $8. I think it's seven ninety nine. So you could get is both of these
1: things. Is the cinnamon roll like the, basically the same thing you get at Gaston's?
0: Um, I don't think so.
1: Okay. So maybe a little bit different. Could be a little bit different. Because that cinnamon roll is legit. Yeah.
0: That's life. like a loaf of bread.
1: Mm-hmm. That thing. Yum. Okay. So what, wait, what was the total?
0: It was six ninety nine plus tax.
1: Okay, that's not bad at yeah, all. Yeah,
0: sausage, egg, and cheese, biscuit.
1: Um. Okay, so me, I'm, once again, I have an option. I would also probably just do a Starbucks mm-hmm. if you can. We've all, we talked about all the Starbucks locations. It's Creature Creations, isn't that it what's called?
0: Yes, Creature Comforts. Any animal Kingdom?
1: Creat- yes, you're right. Creature Comforts is a Starbucks in Animal Kingdom, so that's also an option. We talked about those in our other episodes, but I... I'm choosing Yak and Yeti's local food cafe. So this is not Yak and Yeti's restaurant. It's the quick service. They do have a breakfast menu. Mm. Um, and the first two things on it are, are the scrambled eggs, cheddar cheese, breakfast potatoes with peppers and onions. And so you can have that or you can get it with bacon and sausage. So if you want extra protein, you can get it. Um, and the one without the extra protein is 10.99. So it's just called the breakfast bowl. Okay. And then if you want to get the breakfast bowl with bacon or sausage, which either one of those is delicious. Yeah. Um, it's eleven forty nine, so okay. still under that. And That's obviously those are going to be a little bit heartier meals. So yeah, if you like filling. a more filling meal for breakfast, um, that's what I would go with because you can't go wrong with those things.
0: And Yak and Yeti is in the Asia section of yes. um, the park. I, I don't know if everyone knows that because I feel like it's not one of those largely. It's talked really kind about of hidden. Places. It's yeah.
1: it's right next to where like all those monkeys are. Um, yes. f- like they're out they look like they could literally just jump over yes. on top of the restaurant like I, it creeps me out every time i'm like how like how do they not just jump over there like why do they not i don't know it's not that far um but it is kind of its own little tucked away area and it's not the main restaurant it's to the right of the main restaurant if you're facing it there's like a little outdoor area
0: yes i've always thought like you know i get that the that yak is an animal right mm-hmm. so yak and nat- yak. Fine. but that the restaurant's name has a word that is also a synonym for vomiting is always kind of yes. interesting to me. Yeah, can go there and
1: yak. Bleh. I mean, Yeti kind of sounds like you're f- vomiting too, but
0: <laughs> all right.
1: <laughs> and it's like not that close to. It's really not close to. Um, Everest. Everest. It's like in the you would same think you. I guess, it but you think it, it, it would together. be like right next door to it because it's literally called Yak and Yeti. Think of it as
0: the bookends of the Yeti. I guess. <laughs> so, I guess for sure. <laughs> um, all right, so uh, let's, let's go travel lunch. far, far away over to Pandora for lunch, where we will go to Satuli Canteen, arguably—and mm. by arguably, I mean don't argue because it's true—maybe um, the best quick service meal on property, uh, in my opinion. Again, opinion is fact. So um, I'm gonna get the chopped wood-grilled chicken bowl. Mm -hmm. So the thing about Satouli Canteen is you choose a base, you choose a protein basically, Mm -hmm. and a dressing or something, right? So I normally get the chopped wood-grilled chicken bowl. So I get mixed greens as the base, and then I get like the creamy herb dressing or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it is so good. Uh, It includes uh, chopped up chicken thighs marinated in garlic in olive oil, they also toss in vegetable slaw, and boba balls. So, boba. Boba. So I consider it to be a filling meal. I know it's a salad. Sometimes when people hear salad, they think, well, I'm still going to be hungry after. But I have not found myself to be hungry. I think they also have quinoa in there too. Mm-hmm. Um, that's like part of the mix. And but that's 12 going to make you...
1: That's going to make you poop, just so you know. That's fine. I need that. I if need you're going to go then. with quinoa, you're going to need to find a bathroom. If you don't eat that all the time, I'll just tell you that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's actually the only it's, time that I eat it is in this Yeah, it's dish. really good for you, though. I, I really like it. And the reason why I like this meal is I don't ever feel gross after I eat it, right? Like, yeah. And don't get me wrong. You know how much I love chicken tenders and fries and the burger at Cosmic Ray. It's like that's something that I also enjoy. But I usually mm-hmm. kind of feel like, bleh. I feel a little bit <laughs> after that. L- uh um but with this like i actually feel good and that's one of the great things about satouli canteen i feel like Mm. none of the options really make you feel gross i mean they do have the steamed cheeseburger pods that some people say tastes like mcdonald's yeah Um, i have tried those and although i think that they're good i just that's not normally a go-to for me this is and uh, my wife gets the hash as the base Mm -hmm. um i think it's a sweet potato hash uh, and then the chicken and the dressing and that's like she says that's like excellent like a plus yeah, plus so mix and match a couple it. of good options yeah
1: okay well i'm going to i have satouli for my dinner okay but really my dinner and lunch you could Swap. do either yeah so i'll just stick to satouli for dinner or lunch but for my lunch basically um and i like to do the slow roasted sliced grilled beef bowl Oh. So that's just a little bit different. Instead of the chicken, the chicken is good. The um, the grilled beef is phenomenal there. It's okay. slow roasted, sliced grilled beef marinated in a blend of garlic, herbs, red pepper spice, and rind- red wine vinegar topped with crunchy vegetable slaw and served with a choice of base, which I like to do the noodles. And mm. again, the herb dressing mixed with that is Ooh. phenomenal. It comes with a small Dasani water bottle or a low fat milk, which I'm like. Was that a kid's a- meal? That's the one that I like to get. Um, and I said even like it's nine forty nine, but even if you add a fountain drink for three ninety nine, it still comes to like thirteen fifty before tax. Yeah. So you're like right around that fifteen dollar range there. Interesting. Um, super good though. Slow roasted, sliced, grilled beef bowl, Ooh. if you will. You can't go wrong at Satouli.
0: A uh, pro tip. So I'm one of those people where when they hand me like a little like, you know, condiment cup of dressings that I, you know, they don't normally put it on. Um, I always look and think like, that's never going to be enough. So I always yeah. ask for more. I yeah. try to do it when I'm getting my food instead of having to go back up. Oh, is it possible to get some extra uh, dressing? And they always give it to you. And then I get to load it up. Yes, load it up, yes, load so, it up so, with so the good. dressing.
1: It's delicious. So good.
0: Okay, let's move on to dinner. I'm going to take us over to the Flame Tree Barbecue, mm. which we've talked about before because when we had Andy on, he has mm-hmm. since moved from there. He, at the time, was working at Flame Tree Barbecue on our uh, cast member chat episode. But um, – I don't go here super often because it's all outdoor seating, and that means I could really only enjoy this restaurant between, like, December and March. (laughs) But um, when it is that time, I try to go because I really love their Smokehouse Chicken Salad. I'm aware Mm -hmm. that I had basically a salad for lunch, and in this day, I would be having a salad again for dinner. But I would like to say they are two totally different like taste profiles, and just everything is different minus yeah. the lettuce. it's so, bar-
1: It's like a barbecue place. I exactly. Mean, yeah. You're so doing, like smoked meats and
0: yeah, and that's that's why I like it because it just it just tastes totally different. So their smokehouse chicken salad, in addition to the greens, is pulled chicken, smoked cheddar, diced apples, dried cranberries, cornbread croutons. Uh, crispy mm-hmm. onions, and a barbecue ranch dressing. So again, it's, it doesn't taste anything like the salad that yeah. I got over at Satouli. And I really, really like, again, another filling thing. I really turns out I really enjoy cornbread croutons. I need more of those in my life, mm-hmm. not just at uh, Flame Tree Barbecue. This salad is 11 $1, 29 and I feel like I'm blaspheming by talking about going to Flame Tree Barbecue and not getting a traditional barbecue dish. I'm sorry, everybody. I just don't like ribs. but. Yeah. Um, there are plenty of things to choose from here, and I have never really heard anything bad consistently about Flame Tree Barbecue. So I think it's an overall a good, a good option for you for dinner.
1: Yeah. I've heard many good things about it, too, mm-hmm. over there. Uh, I'm going to go back over to Yak and Yeti's, actually, oh. <laughs> the Yak and Yeti local food cafe. Um, I had this as my lunch, like, regularly, but, again, you could do this for lunch or dinner. Yeah. Um, and the meal that I'm talking about, it's not really even a meal. It's just the chicken fried rice. It's really in there as a side, huh. but you can eat it as a whole meal. It comes um, in, um, you know, the little like when you order Chinese takeout and you get the little white boxes. Yeah. You get a whole one of those. That's what it is. And oh. it's five ninety nine, and literally it's super filling and it's chicken okay. fried rice. So it's basically a whole meal in the box itself. Um, because you know you have like your fried eggs and vegetables and chicken in there. Okay. So normally we just get that, and if, if you want to, even if you want to add a beverage to that, it's still only ten forty nine. So, the chicken fried rice is only five ninety nine. Uh, if you order a beverage, obviously it's four fifty. So ten ten fifty for a full meal over there for that. Okay. And it's rice, so it's just more filling. Yes. But I mean, it has the chicken and everything in there. It's really good. So okay. we kind of figured that out early on. And we were like, "Why well, would anybody need to add anything to this? It's so much food. Interesting. So let's um, try it out.
0: I do have an honorable mention that I'd like to mention. And it is there at Yak and Yeti. And I've gotten mm. this before a bunch of times. And the reason I like to point it out, and I'm guessing the same thing for you, is like, I don't know, when I think I'm going to a Disney park, I'm going to get fried rice, right? I think a lot of people still think it's going to be traditional theme park food. Yeah. But if there's one thing about Animal Kingdom is that they definitely have a lot of uh, different options. options. Yeah. So the... Other thing that I would get if you wouldn't want to get two salads in one day, and my examples here, um, the Yak and Yeti Local Foods Cafe offers a honey chicken dish that I love. So it's mm, tempura chicken, mm-hmm. carrots, snap peas, honey sauce, served with white rice. It's the same dish that they serve in the table service. Just the presentation's a little lackluster because it's yeah. a quick. So it's in a food tray instead of on a plate, right? With like fancy. Yeah. Um, and it's twelve ninety nine. Did that come out funny? And it's twelve ninety nine. Twelve ninety nine. Twelve ninety nine, God. It's twelve ninety nine, and totally worth it. And again, just not like it's not French fries, right? Like nothing deep fried, and it's, I don't feel gross after it. Granted, probably pretty high in salt, but you are at a theme park, so it's probably yeah. going to happen a lot of the times. Yep. Uh, so that's my honorable mention there. And but
1: yeah, that's just another one of those places where you could get a couple of items, and yeah. like the two of you just split them, yes. and you both get full meals out of it. So. I don't know. Apparently, we really just love this location. (laughs) Yes.
0: Well, I mean, if you look around at the um, at the food options for Animal Kingdom, uh, like Restaurantosaurus as an example, didn't land on either one of our lifts. And nothing against Restaurantosaurus. It's just that I wanted to make sure I didn't give an option that was just a burger or chicken tenders and fries. Obviously, if you're traveling with kids or you yourself enjoy those things the most, then head over to Restaurantosaurus. Yeah, you can find Mm -hmm. that at every park. Right. Um, And I also. Even though I don't always eat there, I like the inside of Restaurant There's a lot to look at in there. There's different rooms and stuff, um, mm-hmm. especially like the the camper type room where like it's this big table. Like it's it's yeah. fun in there. Yeah. Um, and then otherwise, me, there's me. a bunch of carts that either are or are not open depending on season and time of day. Um, and I still haven't tried anything over at like the Eight Spoon Cafe or whatever. Like so. Okay. Check the, check ice the cream. app. Yeah.
1: Yeah. For snacks, I'm like, we love the ice cream truck next to Everest. Mm -hmm. It's a little bit ways down from it, but that's where we typically get ice cream from. It's so good over there. And um, I mean, our splurge meal is Tusker House. Like we always try to get breakfast at Tusker House. So that's usually what our like, that's usually one of the reservations we try to get when we go um, like for a week long trip or something. That's one of the ones we try to get. Obviously, that's a little bit more expensive. So.
0: This is making me think, well, two things. One, we are this is the end of our quick service for go to budget meals. So next will be our go to splurge meals, I guess. So which meals? will essentially okay. be table service restaurants, right? Yeah. So for you yeah. it's they're pro- probably gonna be Tusker House for Bath and Animal Kingdom. But um I think um we might need to also look at uh go to snacks in the parks because yeah. like there are certain carts that aren't a meal, right? Like I'm sure people love the cheeseburger spring rolls in Magic Kingdom, but that's not a mm-hmm. meal, it's more of a snack. So We got to start start thinking about that as well
1: yeah for sure
0: all right so um i want to get to some questions that came in for our ask beth and greg
1: we're finally getting to some yeah
0: more of them them. so um again if you want to submit a question you could reply to the story highlight on our instagram or head over to our website and click the ask beth and greg link and you submit that and it goes right to my email and then we'll include it in these questions so Our first question comes from the user Happiest in Ears on Mm -hmm. Instagram. The question, what rides are you always willing to skip? And what's one you never pass up? So I took this as an open-ended question. I didn't do it for a specific park. I just kind of like thought of like, okay, if I'm thinking about rides, there are some that I always skip. I'm like, forget it. You want to do it? Bless you. I'm not doing it. Mm -hmm. And then I thought something, a couple things that I would never pass up. So for me, um, rides I'm always willing to skip. Number one on my list: Mission Space, or over in Epcot. Amen. Done at once, all set there. Even though there's the two options now, and I say now because it was that long ago that I did it that there was only the one option. That's yeah. the real yak um, option <laughs> for that ride. I also primeval
1: hurl is not there bleh, anymore. So yeah.
0: Um, I also included the teacups and barnstormer and I probably could have yeah. sat there and thought of more rides like that, that either just yeah. spin or are really designed specifically for kids. Mm-hmm. Um, but mission space teacups and Barnstormer were the first that I, that came to mind for ones I would skip. What would, what did you come up with for things you'd skip?
1: Things I would skip. Um, I said like Dumbo, mm. um, if we have to skip, it's a small world. We're not mad about that. <gasps> oh my God. You have mission, no love in your heart. I know mission space would be on that list. Okay um for sure we don't do tons of stuff in um in animal kingdom yes either like it's just there's a certain things we like to hit and then we're like okay on to the next thing yeah so my mind basically went straight to uh magic kingdom so okay. d- i was like dumbo we could like dumbo is just one that's like eh, we don't have to do it yeah small him. world we would skip if we had to we always try to do it but we would skip it if we had to and barnstormer like same thing a lot of some of the kitty rides
0: i think that and i agree with you i don't know like you know I don't normally go on Dumbo, but um, living here anyway. But when I vacationed here, I feel like we might like we might do it if at the time could have gotten a fast pass for it, or if we happen to be back there and like the wait time isn't bad. But yeah. I would say there is something really unique about Dumbo because I actually feel like a little kid when I'm on that ride in a good it's way. It's nostalgic for everybody. It's really It cool. was just yeah. one
1: of those like it's Dumbo. Everybody knows about Dumbo. Yeah. I think usually when we go with Doug's family, um, like typically we try to hit Dumbo up if we can. yeah you can get out like a fast pass like you can get a quick genie plus or something for that. Yes.
0: And you know, depending on time of day, the lines aren't like I mean, I wouldn't yeah. rope drop Dumbo, right? But right. if you could go on it while the fireworks are going off, that's yeah. gotta be that's yeah. what they film when they make the uh like commercials for Disney and stuff. Like, that there's, there's or a golden hour. Ball. Go during yes. golden hour. That's the other one. Ooh, yes. I feel that makes me want to run out and go right now. I know. Um Okay, so the other part of the question was one you never pass up, and I of course listed three things because yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, in Magic Kingdom, People Mover and Haunted Mansion. Now, Haunted Mansion is kind of like an asterisk next to it because like if the line's forty-five minutes, I'm not doing it. But I will find it. I will find a way to do it on my trip, yeah. whether I have to rope drop it or not. All right. we'll do it. Right. And over at Epcot, I don't skip living with the land. Now, then again, just to be clear, as a local, I'm not saying every time I go to Epcot, I do living with the land. But when I vacationed here, we always did living with the land. That was like a staple of Epcot.
1: We always try to do that one, too. Uh, Mine are Haunted Mansion, Space Mountain, and also the People Mover, I would say. Those are typically like, if we literally go, and those are the only three rides that we get to do, Mm -hmm. we would say it is a successful day. So those are our three must-dos. Okay, Everything else is... It is what it it's is because, like I said, whenever we go now, we just go to other parks and do the rides we want to do, and then we go back to Magic Kingdom and do yes. the rides that we want to do <laughs> like, over and over again. It's stupid, but it this is what we like to do. So Yeah,
0: I mean, that's your thing. You may notice on my Fridays when I go to a park where I'm wearing my official Friday Mickey shirt, um, most recently I went to Magic Kingdom, and um, it's not a coincidence that the only attraction I really ever go on on a Friday when I'm there is People Mover.
1: People Mover, yeah. Yeah,
0: and like the line has been looking long, but... I, you know, so in other words, like yesterday when I joined the queue, it was outside of the queue, meaning like okay. it was full and around, but it was maybe a seven minute wait. Like it was movement. Yeah. It didn't break down. It's so like, don't be fooled. Don't be discouraged. Just wait in line. It's going to go by quick.
1: Right. That's one of those ones where you see if you think that it looks overwhelming, it's like, that's not bad at all. Just get in line. It's just, It'll it's it moves so quickly. Right? It just You're literally moving. walking the entire time. Mm-hmm. So it's just a very slow walk, but you'll get there.
0: Yes. Um, and I always kept you know, I was alone in the park. So whenever it gets like in front of me is like family of six, family of seven, family yeah. of like they need two cars. How many? Just one. Oh, you can sit yeah. right there. You're like you a loser. Right, fine. Yeah. Um, all right. Who's our next okay. question from? We're gonna
1: go to the next one from Max. We love Max. This is Max Kennedy. It's at this is Max Kennedy on Instagram uh and on TikTok. So yes. check Max out there. He's been on one of our episodes. And he asked, What is a favorite podcast episode you've recorded? I saw that and was like, oh that's tough, man. That's a tough one. Yeah. What did you say?
0: Well, so far I've so you know you know how this works, right? We record this podcast and then I edit the podcast. Right. So we've experienced it by doing it, and then I hear it again, and I often am hearing it like twice because I sometimes I'll have to go back and rewind. And we don't do like heavy editing, but like I yeah. constantly stutter and say stupid things, so I have to get rid of that. Or we accidentally talk over each other, right? So like I hear these freaking episodes quite a bit. But the only one I've gone back and listened to by choice recently was our 50th anniversary special episode. So our Walt Disney World 50th anniversary, because um, I just wanted to relive some like Disney nostalgia stuff from over the years. And I was like, Oh, like yeah. we did a whole episode on that. So, cause I know we played a bunch of sound clips and stuff. So that yeah. I guess is my favorite episode. Cause it is the one that I was like, Oh, I want to listen to that one. Again. And by the way, guys, it's good. Like that was yeah. a good episode. We
1: got some good episodes out there. Yeah. Uh, for me, I kind of like the weird ones that we do. So okay. I really liked when we did Hauntings of Walt Disney World. Um, I liked when we did Odd Jobs, just because yeah. those are things that like not a lot of people cover or talk about. Yes. Um, I used to love our Disney potpourri episodes that we would do just because it was. Yes. Like we we sort of do that a little bit every episode because yeah. it's, you know, we're not doing like you're out doing all the Disney things all the mm-hmm. time. But it was just sort of like, hey, we've done some Disney things, now let's talk about it. Yeah. So I liked those episodes. Um, but honestly, I really loved our Guinness Book of World Record episode that we did. Oh,
0: yeah. Just because
1: that was so unique to me. I'm mm. like, I don't know anyone else who's ever covered this, you know, like that that anyone's talked about or whatever. So, and I just thought it was so intriguing to think about the fact that somebody did that and how they did it and i don't know i just thought that was a really cool episode of something that we covered yes
0: we uh, if, so. you, if anyone missed it we had the pleasure of speaking with the person who set the guinness world record for traveling to all disney park parks worldwide in the shortest amount of time mm-hmm. in like less than three days which was wild. it was in-
1: yeah insane the i mean when I tell people, when I've told people that, they're like, "How is that even possible?" I'm like, "You have to listen to the episode; it's
0: just crazy." It is crazy.
1: What you like, what you have to do in each park, and how she did it, and all this stuff. So,
0: Oof. can I tell you, I actually used that example in my in a job interview. <laughs> so, like, good for I, you. I um and so so people I work with will know what job interview I'm talking about because I've only gotten one new job in the past like eight mm-hmm. months. But um when I met with my bosses, boss like the big boss, um you just were like. His questions weren't like, what makes you think you're a great candidate? He's like, just tell me about yourself. Yeah. And I never talk about my podcast at work until like more recently. So um, I was like, well, I was sitting right in this chair because I took that that call from home. Mm -hmm. And um, I was like, so I host this Disney podcast and I've gotten to meet some of what I consider to be the coolest people both in and outside of Disney, one of which the person who set the world record, the Guinness World Record, and they like were kind of fascinated by that. Yeah, And uh, and I, I think it's a fascinating thing. So I, I think we're blessed in that sense to be able to talk to cool people. So, hey, if yeah. you're doing anything cool out there, please let us know. We might we want like to talk We like odd you.
1: things, cool things, things yes. that, like, people just don't know about. So that's why yeah. I like finding all these random TikTok accounts because I'm like, who does this? Yes. Like, how do you even find these people? Well, you find them on TikTok, but anyway. That's
0: true. TikTok, it's, it's the window into the world, unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on your perspective. Okay. Um, our last question we'll answer is from John at John Meets World, who we've had on. Mm-hmm. Um, and John, John, John asks, our favorite Disney restaurant not in a park. Now let's wonder, let's on three. I want to know. Yeah. I was going to say, I'm sure we have the <laughs> I was same like, answer. I think we're
1: going to say the same thing here.
0: And that is one, Tony's town square. Oh no, <laughs> one,
1: two, three. Ohana. Ohana.
0: <laughs> Guys, let's, let's be real here. So I feel like we talk about Ohana quite a bit, right? Mm-hmm. I just recently ish went now a couple of weeks ago. Um, we're trying to go for my mom's birthday. And incidentally, um, tomorrow morning is when the the day is that we could book. So my mom and I are both separately getting Well, obviously separately, we don't live in the same place, but we're both getting up early to see if we can get a reservation mm. on her birthday coming Love up it. in June. And uh, it's like, it's legit.
1: It's so legit. Even, even post pandemic, even noodle gate, you know, <laughs> even after noodle gate, if you don't know what we're talking about, when they reopen, they try to do rice instead of noodles. And people were like, uh, no, ma'am. Yeah. Uh, And so they, you know, cried so much about it so they brought the noodles back which we speculated they had them the whole time anyway but ohana man it's just it's you know it's a little bit pricier Mm. but it's all you can eat the food is phenomenal the atmosphere is phenomenal the dessert is phenomenal it's all great it's all amazing just you know treat yourself basically treat yourself
0: (laughs) yes and highly recommend when you say people were crying about the noodles, I actually think that people may have truly cried because there were other groups of people who took it so far as to make save the noodles yeah. t-shirts and wore them. And <laughs> yeah. I think they think they uh were the they reason why saved. they came back. Yeah, they, they single-handedly. Saved the uh, Honestly, saved the I would
1: have been mad though if I had gone there and had that. Like I would have been mad expecting, right, after everything we went through with quarantine and then expecting like I'm I'm gonna just get this amazing meal back and then they come out with rice, I'd be like, Excuse me, what? I'm I'm sorry, what?
0: Well what allow what is me, this? <laughs> allow me to share this nugget of information about my Ohana dining experience about the mm-hmm. way Ohana over at Disney's Polynesian Village Resort. Yes. Um I don't really eat much of the noodles because That's okay. Um I if I'm going to ingest carbohydrates during this meal, I would rather have the entire loaf of bread.
1: Of oh, the bread and yeah. butter
0: than have the noodles. But that's just me. It's personally. really
1: hard to yeah. pick what you're gonna want to eat because the salad is so good, and mm. then you want to eat the salad, and you're like, wait, stop! Don't be eating a lot of the salad because you mm. got all these, like, you got noodles coming, and you got chicken coming, and you got potstickers coming. Like, yes. it's so good. Oh. so and, you're like, and then after that, you're like, don't eat too much of this because you got dessert coming. Like, yes.
0: Oh gosh. And recently, the the mouselets were in the parks, and I know mouselet C tried ohana for the first time and i gotta bother him to 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 let mm-hmm. us know how he felt about it because we were talking to him in person i happened to run into them at the polynesian about the quantity of food that comes your way he yeah. was more of the impression of, okay like let's skip the bread so we can get this let's like get the wings and, and not, but, like no you get it all so you yep. better freaking eat it all. Yeah. And it is good. <laughs> I would also like to, to, to mention some honorable mentions, if I may, because I know that Ohana is difficult to get into and it's expensive. I think we mm-hmm. can recognize like that. It's a treat yourself meal. That is yes. not something we go to all of the time. I Nicole and I go once or twice a year, if that. Right. Uh, at least once a year because we try to go for our anniversary. But um, I also love the Grand Floridian Cafe over at yep. the Grand Flow. You get the vibe of the Grand Floridian and that is their... Uh, that's their value table service option, right? It's on the lower end as compared to Citrico Snarkuzzi and, of course, Victoria and Alberts. Mm-hmm. Um, and for a fun time, we also love Beaches and Cream over at the Beach Beaches and Cream. I wouldn't describe the food as gourmet. It's more of an overall vibe, and we always have a we've been having a good time. We've been going there lately. <laughs> I think you only got one. I got one nugget. And this is kind of an interesting nug because um, this is one of those things where somebody somewhere knows how to find the paperwork when things get filed. Mm. It's like one of those things I don't yeah. fully understand. But I know. I, like, how do people know this? Or like how do you think – to because you have to like proactively look. It's not like we get an email update every day. That there's a new permit found, right? Like it's you gotta have to be go a in contact the that
1: works in like the city office or something. It like could be Orlando public city knowledge. Office. It
0: might be public That's knowledge, true. but I don't know where to go to look, right? But anyway, who right. cares? So somebody does. Yeah, somebody knows, and they pulled up and shared the plans that were filed for the new Disney Vacation Club Tower over at the Polynesian Village Resort. So we kind of knew based on the artwork it was going to sit between the Grand Floridian and the Polynesian, and sure enough. That's mm. what the plans show. Um, we know that the Spirit of Aloha show was not returning, thus will likely be, not likely it's going to be demolished because there's going to mm-hmm. be a building on top of it. Yeah. Um, but what's interesting about the plans are a couple of things. One, they show the monorail track and the monorail track does not appear to have a platform, which means this building will not have its own monorail stop, which I'm going to say not a huge deal. It's not a long walk to go it's basically in the middle of the grand floridian or the polynesian right it's probably a shorter walk to the grand floridian just kind of by looking at this um so don't let that be a deal breaker for you if you're eventually looking to either buy into this as a member or stay here with cash or your points Mm -hmm. um they have a big giant proposed pool area with water activity so like they did announce or disney announced that there was going to include some new recreation options so it looks like a like a full pool and um you know like it's like a splash zone right and there are some squares on there that make it look like they're little cabanas and stuff but again that's not really um a definite these are just plans right Mm -hmm. it definitely is going to have some parking lot views right so like obviously one side of the building is facing the parking lot Mm -hmm. so you're going to have your standard view it looks like and then obviously the other side of the building is up is basically running parallel to the coast there so it's all i'm sure will be
1: monorail view
0: Mm, yes, It'll be a lovely they'll Monterey. find a way. Golf course yeah. view, maybe, because across the yeah. drive there is a is like the back part of that, um, and then Monterey. like the next parking lot over is the wedding pavilion. So like if you're at the very end of the building, you basically can see the wedding pavilion, which is okay. not a bad thing. Like that's what a nice thing to have to look at. Yeah,
1: well, so I'm, I'm excited. Too. So if you're going to stay re- there for a wedding.
0: Yeah, actually, that's true. If you um want the wedding pavilion. View. But don't want to stay at the Grand Floridian but still be local. I mean, you can't get much closer than that. It's a mm-hmm. it's the same distance walk basically. For sure. Um so no other real details here. Um, you know, these plans don't or and won't include like opening dates and stuff. We just know that plans have been announced, things have been filed, and I think they said Disney said twenty twenty four, but obviously that's quite the range and yeah. that's not a given, that's just a, a date range that they give.
1: We'll be seeing some cranes over there before you know. Yeah. It.
0: And, you know, sometimes um, people post kind of silly questions on, like, the Disney website when this article is there or on, on something when, like, you know, people are commenting on Instagram or TikTok. And one of the questions or statements was, I hope they don't get rid of the walkway. It's like, well, they... They can't get rid of the walkway. Like, this resort needs the walkway. Otherwise, you're stuck here. Like, why would they? Right. Like, you need the walkway to get to the rest of the Polynesian. And then, obviously, they're going to expect people to walk to the ground. Right. So, no, the... You
1: know how people are. They're always trying to find something. The,
0: the uh, plans that were filed still include the walkway there. Granted, they're probably... I'm just a guess here. They're probably going to tear up those bricks. They'll leave a legacy or whatever. they I don't know what they were called. We don't yeah. talk about the ones yeah. that were in front of Magic Kingdom, but are along the way there. I don't know how long the contract was for those, but I would imagine those are going to be going to be gone at some point, yeah. sometime soon.
1: All right. Well, I got nothing for that. For, uh, right. That was it. That was the only news nug.
0: All right. Well, then we'll move into some history. Of course, as always, brought to you in partnership with The Mouselets on Instagram and TikTok at TheMouselets and TheMouselets.com for some fun Disney-inspired merch. Mm-hmm. All right. What you got?
1: I'm going back to 2002, which is crazy. It's 20 years
0: ago. Mm, um, oh, my goodness.
1: Yeah. When an area of Disney World's Animal Kingdom opened, featuring new attractions as Triceratops Spin and Primeval mm. Death. I'm sorry. <laughs> Primeval Whirl. Uh, they had their official grand opening this week back in 2002. Oh, yes. uh, the Miniland, located next to Dinoland USA, featured boardwalk type games including Dino Whamma, a classic <laughs> mallet strength game, Mammoth Marathon, a racing derby, Comet Crasher, a goblet toss game, Vassal Fueler, a water skirt game themed to a prehistoric gas station, and Bronto Score, a basketball game.
0: <laughs> well, well done.
1: Which, it's... you know, it lasted 20 years. They're, I think they're, they gotta figure out what they're
0: gonna do with that space. I mean, kids seem to like it, but I don't know about Greg. So, all right, I'll take us back to (laughs) 1991. So 31 years ago, in then Disney MGM Studios, the sci-fi dine-in theater restaurant opens and has largely remained unchanged. Uh, Still with the, uh, you know, bringing out all the the sci-fi type Mm -hmm. stuff. They still show the movies there, like the black and white, like kind of scary, but like not really scary movies and stuff. The blob. Um, yeah, it's definitely it's definitely a unique, immersive, if you will, experience in there. It's it's a fun time. The last time we went, we both liked our meals. So I haven't been in a couple of years now, but we did like it.
1: That is one that I, it's on my list. I haven't done it yet, but I told Doug, I was like, even if the food's crappy, I really just kind of want to go for the atmosphere. Yeah, like it's do one it. of those that I'm like, it's fine. I'll just yes. get like chicken fingers or a burger and fries, but I want to go for the atmosphere. I want to sit do in it. one of those little car booths and do yeah. it. So maybe our next trip down, we'll All right. plan one of those. Uh, just before we get to wrapping everything's up, wrapping everything up, want to give a shout out to world traveler trading co on Etsy.com. You can head on over there for your Disney themed and macrame key fobs. She's got dog collars, mouse head, key rings, mouse keys, all the things, um, you can follow along for sales and giveaways that she's doing over there. And if you want to save a little bit of cash, you can use our promo code
0: that park life
1: and save you some dough. All right. Before Greg gets to his. Quote of the day. If you like what you heard today, feel free to like and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. You can leave us a review over on iTunes. We greatly appreciate those; they help us um, just to be located a little bit easier in the land of Disney podcasts, if you will. You can follow along with us on Instagram or TikTok at That Park Life Podcast. My personal Instagram is at the real Beth McDonald,
0: and I am at the Disney Greg.
1: And if you want to submit a request for an episode, share a magical cast member moment. You can also apply for a Disney magic gram. We've got some more of those that have been going out recently. Um, you can just do all of that over at our website. It's thatparklifepodcast.com. You can submit that there.
0: All right. A quote from Coco, or as I like to say, Coco. Coco. Uh, quote Not everyone can become a great artist, but a great artist can come from anywhere. And with that, we leave you all. Thank you for hanging out with us yet again. We truly appreciate it. Until next time. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye.